what if the solution is to make real AI? Have you thought about that? What if we have to let SoftBank? What did he? What did he say in his book? We have to let SoftBank merge ARM and NVIDIA to to design software and processor chips so that we can have the computational resources to have real AI. No more of this Potemkin bullshit. We need the uh, the anti Blade Runner, or the reverse Blade Runner. You know, the Blade Runner is going around decommissioning replicas. You know, uh, artificial people who are passing themselves off as real people. We need the opposite of that. We need uh, AI Blade Runners that are going around decommissioning Potemkin AI. Real right. people passing themselves off as AI. Uh, that's what that. that's what we need. That'd be nice. If you see or say something, you know, please tell your local Luddite. You know, I think, <laughs> I think, you know, one thing that is also, and maybe I wasn't, you know, because I was also younger, so I wasn't as cognizant of what's going on in the field. So maybe some of the practices have continued the whole time and they were just more invisible. But, you know, like the earliest years of where I was cognizant of this constant talk and chatter of AI, it was solely about the processor power, solely about futuristic projections. And then we progressed a bit further and we could no longer have the futuristic projections, but we had some mediocre agents acting. And then we moved a bit further and then the projections proved to be bunk. But look, we have something that looks a little bit more interesting. Maybe it augments part of your life. And then you realize it's just humans all the time. So just the same sort of like arrangements and patterns that we had at the very beginning of the hype cycle with more glitz and glamour. And I always wonder, because I've been wondering this because I was writing about SoftBank today and how much money they've poured into creating and and propping up firms that would never survive on their own in open markets. Like how much money has just gone into reconfiguring and rejigging things that would have been fine as they were to look more sleek and digital and tech uh, oriented and how much like the social cost of that has actually ended up being. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's probably some like I, something I haven't even or looked into, but I'm thinking in this conversation because I feel like similar to what we've talked about, about how the, you know, the cost of, of capital allocation by these VC central planners is um, that you forego opportunities that we would have imagined that were most socially productive. You know, I, it's hard to imagine that like if we had not had such a fanatic, a techno utopian transhumanist libertarian streak dominating a lot of, uh, the ideas and informing the mythos behind what we should aspire to that maybe we wouldn't have spent so much time just making Potemkin. I mean, well, that's the whole point of the Potemkin AI, at least I argue, is that it's a fake it till you make it kind of alibi, right? But then you never like, make it, right? Yeah, and they never make it. But it is about, like, I, I, I think, uh, like, I, I mean, I argued this years ago that, uh, you know, talk about the normalization. I think part of the reason for this Potemkin AI, um, you know, is to uh, get us used to our life being, um, you know, overseen by AI, right? Like, like you got to have, you, you pave the way through faking it with Potemkin bullshit AI um, until you can, uh, until you can devote enough 
compute power uh, and electricity to actually getting something approximately um, what you say it can do, uh, and then it, and then that and then real AI can step in. But all, all, for all those years, uh, you've had the fake shit uh, getting people used to the flavor of the real stuff when it finally comes. You know, it's all about that normalization. I mean, speaking of normalization, I'm sure you saw this, um, but. Our friend Chris Dixon, uh, you know, general partner at A16Z and the big, you know, the, the, the kind of head of Web3 at A16Z tweeted, and this is a direct subtweet of, uh, uh, our actual friend Molly White, um, profile in the Washington Post. Uh, but, you know, he, he tweeted, and every new tech wave, Internet, Web 2, Mobile, Web 3, there's a set of professional cynics who achieve brief fame but then fade away when the tech they deride goes mainstream. Happens over and over. Which, I mean, there's a lot there, right? This is exactly that thing, though, about like, you know, it's you you got to wait until it goes mainstream. What does mainstream mean? Mainstream means that it's become normalized. It's become ubiquitous. It's become so spread that even if you question it, you can't get rid of it, right? Because we've now built our lives and society around that technology in much the same way as we talked about, you know, with, as we've talked about things like the internet, right? Things like, you know, these technologies, right? Where it's like, we've built our lives around it so much that you can't get rid of it. That now it's like a basic service, as we'll talk about in an interview coming out next week with uh, Ben Tarnoff on his book. Um, but, you know, that's what mainstream means here, right? It doesn't mean that, but they equate that with uh, it being techni- technologically determined and morally superior, right? Like that's what they deter, that's what they equate it to. And this is the whole thing around like you need to pave the way through, um, you know, through the Potemkin AI bullshit, through the, the Matt Damon crypto commercials. Like you need to pave the way through all these different means, um, in order to make that shit mainstream, right? And they've invested so much of, they've, in, they have invested so much time and money into it that their life depends on it going mainstream that their wallets depend on it going mainstream and everybody either buying in or getting on board because they've got no other choice um but i stand here with my fellow luddites ed and jeremy and stay loud and proud that we will never fade away we will never stop being right we will never stop deriding the bad technology and the idiot boosters. We will never equivocate the mainstream with the moral. That is our that's the TMK guarantee. Yeah, you can block us on Twitter all you want to. I'm gonna roll up to A16Z and ask you what's up. <laughs> <laughs>